Hey guys, you're listening to the Audio Creator School, a podcast that teaches you how to monetize audio content and build a business around your audiobooks, audio courses, or paid podcasts. And I'm Natasha Che. Today we are talking to Joyce Laslofi. Joyce is a nutrition coach and a best-selling author of the audiobook I Kicked Sugar. Joyce, how are you today? I'm doing great, Natasha. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Nice to have you. And can you tell us just briefly who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, well, I I suppose I I'm now being called a best-selling author. That's exciting. But I created a course called the I Kick Sugar Course. Um, it's a ten-module course or chapters, walking women, predominantly women, um, through the steps of how to kick sugar out of their life, um, which is a real addiction for so many people. And it was addiction of mine my entire life. Ever since I was a child, I was a sugar addict um, and always struggled with sugar um, until finally I kicked it five years ago. And I started sharing my story to people, you know, when I wasn't eating sugar and they'd ask me, like I'd be at an event or a party and be like, Oh, are you not partaking in, you know, the desserts? I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I don't eat sugar. Um, and they'd be like, wow, how did you do it? And I would share my story with them briefly. And they'd be like, oh my goodness, I feel the same way. That's me. You just described me and tell me how you did it. And I started to see that I wasn't alone, that there are so many women out there who suffer from this same addiction and struggle with food and constantly obsessing over food and beat themselves up, you know, for then the food that they eat later. And I realized that there was a real need for this. And so I finally lived up to my, um, my calling, which was, you know, something deep inside of me telling me, you need to write this, you need to share this with others and help others and to serve to others. And I wrote the course um, back in 2018, in December, I sat down and just started writing and I ended up writing a, a PDF actually and created a whole course. Um, actually, I, I used Canva to create the PDF, um, another great platform. And then I like created a website and I put it out there and I started selling it slowly but surely. And at that time, I was strictly doing grassroots marketing. So you have to understand I had zero money um, to get started on this. This was just a passion project of mine. And um, so I did lots of different uh, advertising. Like I would go into gyms and I would talk in front of groups. I would go into companies, corporate companies, and share and give seminars on sugar and then give them an opportunity, my website to go purchase the course afterwards. Um, I got onto local news. I had lots of different news and local um TV stations, as well as some magazines, local magazines, to just share everywhere I could, I tried to share about my course. And I did pretty good um, for the first year. I launched my course actually um, May of 2019. So I wrote it and got it all set up and ready from 2018 to 2019. And then I launched my website in 2019, as I said, and then I started doing my grassroots. And for one whole year, I sold about 80 courses, 80 p 
PDF digital downloads all through like the news. And I thought I was like already a rock star. I'm like, this is awesome. And just also promoting it through um, my own personal, you know, page on Facebook and my Instagram account um, that I had set up for I Kick Sugar. And slowly by surely, word was getting out. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, until, you know, I was like, okay, this is great, but I really, I feel like there's a need and I, how can I get this to the world, you know, to the mass market? And my husband, who happens to be, I'm very fortunate to be married to, um, an amazing man of 21 years who is a marketing genius, as I like to call him. And I begged him because we have tried working together in the past and I've tried to take his advice in the past and it hasn't worked out. Um, sometimes it's not the best to have husband and wives working together. But I really asked him like, look, you know, you know what I'm doing wrong or you know what I should be doing. Can you help me? Give me some advice. Tell me what I should do to really try and promote this. And he's like, listen, honey, PDFs are great and e-courses and he's sold lots of them. He's worked with people and, and taught them how to sell, you know, all different courses like this through that venue and it's been fantastic but he's like we're in a day and age now where it's audio 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 you know from everything that he teaches and knows that's the way to go and what he's seeing was this trend happening and i was like audiobooks i'm like really i'm like i need to turn this into an audiobook he's like yeah and you know, I, I, I come from that mentality where, it, like, I don't even know how many years ago it was, but before podcasts got really popular a couple of years ago, before we had Audible that got popular, I did sign up. I was probably one of the first people to sign up for Audible or buy an audiobook through Amazon. And, and prior to that, I used to buy my audiobooks on tape cassettes, you know, and CDs and listen to them in my car. Because I love listening to the books, but I don't always like reading them. And, um, and now, and I was always embarrassed by that too. It's like, you felt like you weren't a true reader if you were listening to an audiobook. And now, you know, there's just the wave of it. You see it, Natasha, it's, it's out there. Just people are buying audiobooks like crazy and Audible has just gone berserks and Amazon with that. So he's like, you need to do an audiobook. So I went ahead and, you know, with microphones that he set me up with here in my office, I recorded and read my entire, you know, PDF audiobook and turned it into an audiobook. I hired someone on Fiverr, you know, um, to go ahead and do the sound engineering for me. I mean, very minimal cost. It was like 180 bucks to have him do it. He was phenomenal. He really changed the sound of it from what I sent over to him. And, and then I was like, okay, I've got my audiobook. Now what? And um, what was, you know, interesting was he's then telling me, okay, you need a delivery system now. Cause I thought I could just sell it like that. Cause I remember that if I wanted, I, when I would see audiobooks in the past or something that was being sold, there's really only two options. Now it's either through audible. It seemed like to me, that was one option. And the other option, when I would see people, selling now an audiobook was they don't really tell you how you're going to get it you think you're going to get it like audible and you don't you know then it's like you purchase it and you get an mp3 wave file delivered to your you know email inbox and you're like what the heck am i supposed to do with this and for someone who's not a techie you know that's really complicated you have to download all of these files and then figure out how to transfer them onto your phone 
And it's just a big logistical nightmare. It's not designed for someone who, you know, with a click of a button, now you've got this audiobook downloaded the way Audible had it. But I didn't want Audible because I wanted to stay in control of being able to sell my audiobook, um, which was so key to me. So I wanted that control to be able to know, like figure out, test the right price point and change that all the time and not have to go through the confusion with Audible. And frankly, Audible was, was confusing. I looked into it and it was just pages and pages of, of like how you're supposed to set up your audiobook and download everything. And there was so much legal jargon. It was, it was so confusing. I didn't know if they were owning the rights to, you know, my audiobook or they were in control of how much price point I do. And that, you know, what could I change? What couldn't I change? Just there was no control on my end. And then you'd find that there was other third-party companies that were offering to get your book out there on Audible and Amazon for you. And I was like, then I had to pay someone else. And again, didn't have any money. (laughs) So I was like, well, that's not going to work. So I felt like I recorded this book. And I'm like, what do I do? So my husband was like, well, he's like, there's a great company that I found. And they're called Soundwise and they've got everything, you know, from what I can see that you need to sell this course online and sell it through your website and through your shopping cart and the way you want to do it. And, and it's easy, I think, Joyce, I think you can handle it because technology scares me to death. And um, so I, I looked into your website and was like, wow, I'm like, am I missing something? This is so simplistic. It's so simple and it's everything I want and it's something I can afford. So I took the leap of faith and, you know, I signed up um, for your app and for the program. And it's been amazing, an amazing journey. I had a couple of questions. I mean, it was so simple. I barely needed any customer service, but the service that I needed, you guys were right there with me the whole way through, like walking me through the process. I was like, well, how do I use this? Or what is this called? Because, you know, like you have something that's called this, uh, a sound cast, you know, like you have different terminology and it was so easy to understand the terminology and you guys explained it so well. So I had my audiobook downloaded and already on your platform, like one, two, three, it was so easy. Um, and then I had to work obviously on the sales flow and the sales process where then I went back to my husband and asked him, tell me, how do I sell this now? You know, how do I get this out to the mass markets? Like, well, you need to start advertising. You have to pay on Facebook. And of course that scared me because I've heard so many nightmare stories about, you know, Facebook just loves taking your money and you get no sales. Um, But I felt pretty strong and confident about the audio course. Um, And I felt really strong about the PDF, you know, the digital download that I already had, 100 page digital download, plus I have a bonus course that comes without another PDF. And um, it was a matter of working out the sales process, which my husband, again, that's what he does. You know, he works on what you should put on the front end to show to the consumer and offer them what the best offer is, which this best offer was what everyone wanted, which was the audio book. Um, and it's just, it's selling like hotcakes because people love audio. I mean, the stories that I get back from women who tell me how much they love listening to my voice, you know, whether they're cleaning their house, they're mowing their lawn, they've got their earbuds in, um, that they're driving to and from work that, you know, they can listen anywhere, anytime. 
and it re-emphasizes the material and the work as well as having then, you know, the next step is then, okay, with the sales process, I can then offer them the course books as additional resources if they want. So anybody can, you know, have success with my course with just the audiobook, but if they want extra, like all the learning tools, depending on how they learn best, whether they're visual or auditory, then they can have the course books as well. And then it was just history from there. I started, I took the plunge and in May um, of this past year, I um, launched, you know, so just four months ago, about four months ago, this past May, I launched on Facebook um, with my ads. And since May, I have now sold over, you know, 4,300 customers where that first year I had just 80 customers. So let me get us right. Yeah. <laughs> you sold 80 PDF yes. version of your uh, course. For a year. year. For a year. Okay. Yeah. And this year from May to now it's September. So. Right. Right. We are talking yeah. about uh, four months. Actually you three because I was shut down for a whole month because my Facebook um, got hacked. <laughs> so my account okay. got completely turned off. So I was out of commission for one month. So then when it so, turned back on, so technically three, a little over three months. Yeah. So three months you sold over 4,000 audiobooks, yeah. Yeah, audiobook version of your course. Correct. So, um, that's amazing. And <laughs> so that, that, you know, I want to break this down a little bit with you, yeah. Joyce. Uh, now, first of all, I, you know, this is none of this, uh, I don't want to, I don't want people to, whoever is listening, don't think, please don't think this is some kind of magic. Okay. <laughs> so, um, everything happens for a reason and I can, there, there are a lot of reasons why this, uh, this can be a success, right? But yeah. it was, uh, now, first of all, I think you, you picked a very specific, um, topic yes a niche market correct it's very it's very niche uh, well you're competing with uh millions of health and fitness trainers and you know training courses and whatever there is out there in health and fitness um but this is a very specific thing that right. you're teaching people to do yes so um and that definitely you know if you're going to i don't think if if you publish a course on how to lose weight that will get you the same result that's just not gonna you know i i i would agree with you i mean i think some of i mean some of what's happening is just luck some of it i think is just instinctual that i didn't put a lot, a lot of thought into but just in my deep inside i knew um which is right i agree with you natasha that if i was trying to target or, or look, which if you look at my ads, they don't look like they're diet ads. You know, you're not seeing me in, in half, you know, a, a little fitness workout outfit. I'm not trying to talk about weight loss. It's, it's an overall thing. It's an issue that a lot of people aren't even aware that they even have. I mean, it, cause it took me that long all my life to really understand what was even happening to me. So even though maybe I might, you know, when I'm advertising, Target, let's say I went for women at a certain demographic um, that are maybe have seen a Weight Watchers ad, 
my ad doesn't look like Weight Watchers and I'm not talking about Weight Watchers. You know, I am now getting more specific to, are you struggling with sugar and food addiction? And that's a very real thing. And lots of people don't even know what food addiction is and don't even realize the magnitude of it. And in some ways we are all addicted to food. I mean, we all are addicted to a lot of things, technology, shopping. I mean, sure. it's out there right now. And I think that that's where our society is right now also. And people are starting to see that, that we're so disconnected from our true selves. Um, and that that's what my course is really selling um, people to get connected to themselves. Like I say in the course, this sure. isn't about sugar, even though yeah. that's what the, but, but the, the course, the course title is it's a, your, your, your audiobook title is very specific. You know, it's about uh, how to kick sugar. So, right. um, is this something that is this this angle this niche that yeah. was there from the beginning and just intuitive thing or did you put some thinking into this um well i mean there was no thinking in the sense that i i definitely categorize and say to myself you know that i am a recovered sugar addict right. so I, and I always said my whole life, I mean, or at least until I really became aware that sugar addiction was a real thing, um, that, and that was about in 2010, that I even realized, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Sugar sensitivity is real. Sugar addiction is real. Food addiction is real. I mean, we all heard of, you know, Food Overeaters Anonymous, you know, but to really see that there's, it's all very connected, you know, that it's, and it's all the same thing, you know, and, and diets, you know, the reason why diet plans don't work is because we're just dealing with willpower and you're just dealing with food where you need to get to the root of why you're even eating that food. Cause anybody can lose weight. You know, it's like, just have a little willpower and we do it all the time. And it's like, you're getting ready for a vacation and it's like, you want to lose a couple pounds. So you don't feel like you're being so deprived because you're looking forward to something or you're, you know, want to fit into that wedding dress or it's Lent. People give it up, you know, because there's a purpose and like there's something to stand for. So we all have 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 done it in our lives and we all have that power. And so my course is teaching people how to tap into that power and see that there's more to just the physical side of food, you know, that there's a mental side of food and mental side of addiction that needs to be addressed. So, so yeah, go ahead. So, so if I, the, the way I interpret it from it, you know, just to make this more generally applicable to people yeah. who are selling under other niches, yeah. um, it's something that you've struggled with and you realize this is a big problem. Right. For people who are trying to get healthy that they don't realize. Yeah. So this is the, this is the one thing that you double down. I, yes, I totally. And maybe that's the winning formula, right. To being a successful entrepreneur, which I still have a long way to go. I don't think there is a winning formula for this, but it's always a try and error. What I always hear from, from entrepreneurs who I look up to and, and idolize and, you know, hear their success stories is that it was a passion for them. Like that, that what they did first was they, they had something of service, right? And that, and so you have to have that. You can't just be in it for the money. Like I wasn't selling this for the money by any means. Cause I was happy that whole first year 
selling 80 courses, you know, like I was, I was having success with women and I felt like a powerhouse at that and felt I was making a difference in the world if I just helped one person. And, and that was fantastic. You know, then I was like, well, maybe, you know, I'm a little bug in my ear with my husband. Well, let's see if you can push this a little further, you know, and, and pushed me. And so it's never felt like work because I'm so passionate about it. I just want to help women. So you've got to have that desire, first of all, and have the right, I think, purpose behind it and calling. It can't be in it for the, the money, I feel. Um, the most success that I've seen from hearing those stories is, is entrepreneurs. You know, I love the show, how I built this <laughs> and, and you hear the same thing over and over again, right? That they believed in what they were, you know, selling, what they were offering to somebody. And I think that's what also is part of my winning formula so far is that, you know, all of my customers like really feel my heart and soul, like above all else, I want to serve them. You know, the money comes second, you know, the sales come second, it's making them happy. And uh, I always kind of say like the other business that I'm in is the business of customer service. So, you know, I mean, I get emails, you know, whatever it might be an email and very few of them actually. But when I do get a customer service, like help me download this, or I'm having trouble with this. And I'm like, within a second, I respond back to them, you know, and I help them out. They're like, wow, I've never got customer service like that. You know, it's like, you're so fast. You're so on top of it. Thank you for your help. You know, talk to them, make them feel good. It was, um, I was inspired by the founder of Zappos who, you know, said like, they're not in the business to sell shoes, but they're in the business of customer service. And I firmly believe that I come from that, that time period where, you know, we actually cared about our customers. <laughs> That's great. So let's, uh, I, I want to know more about uh, how you run your marketing campaigns for your audiobook, audio course. Okay. Um, so you started in May. So basically, uh, once you get your audiobook up, your primary strategy of marketing is paid ads. That's, that's what you decided. That is correct. Yeah. Um, are you, because, you know, Facebook ads these days are getting very complicated. Yes, they are. And there are a whole cottage industry <laughs> around how to make Facebook ads work. Oh, yes. Did you, did you hire any, anybody, you know, quote unquote professional um, <laughs> to help you run your ads? Yeah, great question. Um, yes and no. <laughs> um, so that, that this has been a journey also and learning the beast of Facebook. Um, so Facebook can be really great when it works <laughs> and, and really challenging when, you know, I mean, you're basically dealing with bots all day long um, with Facebook. And so to answer your question, I did all of, you know, there's a couple things to running a great ad campaign. And the first is you've got to have great creative, right? I mean, first you have to know your avatar, right? Your customer, know who you're, you're targeting. You've got to have a message that resonates with them. Um, so you, and, and I worked on that for that whole first year. That's what I was doing, you know, going on the news and speaking, you know, to, to people when I would go to, you know, do a tabling event, even it was just, it was talking, interacting with my customer face to face and finding out what their story is. And surprisingly, what I discovered is that they don't all look like me. 
you know, like they, I, I picture them to be like struggling and go through my exact journey and they don't, they're very similar journeys, like emotional, mental journeys, but we all come from different places. And, um, so it was really understanding and learning my, my customer, who that, that woman is, what her age demographic is. You know, like I, I was kind of off when I started. I thought they were going to be a lot younger. You know, I, I thought they were going to be in a different price bracket, like all of this stuff. It, it, I've learned, you know, and, and getting that feedback from Facebook and growing my, I have a free um, private Facebook group community now that has 1300 women that are, you know, have the course that actually want to get involved in the community and work through the course and get support. Um, and so I offer that free as well. And that's another great way that I've learned, you know, who, who are these people who are buying this course, these women? Um, and so it's learning that, you know, I had to, to know that. And that was just, I think, even though I was off, once I started listening and queuing into the the clues that were coming back to me, I, I didn't resist them. I didn't try and still make my customer look like me, someone who maybe shopped at Lululemon, you know? Now this is maybe somebody who shops on QVC or, you know, the home networking shop work. So it's like understanding that. Um, and then it's it was going from, okay, I understand my customer um, with Facebook, I understand my demographic and I know creative, like, okay, what's good creative to put out there? I think that comes from just my background um, in graphic design, in art, you know, um, in, I was a theater major. Um, I owned a party event planning company. So it's all about visual and design. Prior to this, I had done lots of design work, um, aesthetics. So I could see what visually women gravitated towards. Cause I knew also what I gravitated towards when I saw an ad, I was like, so I you did all the design work yourself. I did. Yes. Yeah. I Those did are beautiful. Uh, Thank those are you. very, very professionally done. Thank and you. This is obviously very important because, uh, you know, it's uh, the first time people see this. So you want to strike a very professional image. Yeah. And, and it, and it worked, you know? And so like, you know, I, I created tank tops and t-shirts just for myself to do my photo shoots, you know, and, um, got my photographer, you know, out I and mean, we did some different shoots. So I was able to do my branding, you know, that I had also for my website. And now I used these same photos for my Facebook ads. Um, and I mean, I had people commenting on just my tank top, you know, like that says got health and women, you know, that are going to be buying the audiobook were like, can I also get the tank top? Do you sell those? Where do you get those? I want a t-shirt like that. So um, can you, can you tell us which part you got help on, which part you did yourself? Yeah. So, well, I did the creative all myself. I mean, obviously I had a photographer who did the photography with me. Amazing. Stephanie Hyman um, photography here locally. And then I did um, the copy. I did all the copy myself. I did have, then after I did the copy, I had my husband, who's a copywriter and writes this kind of stuff all the time, look it over, make improvements for me, help guide me share with me. I mean, the key thing also in marketing is telling a story, right? You've got to tell a story. So I was starting off all wrong with my copy and ads, you know, and all about you, 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 and really just bringing it back to just share my story, just be real and authentic and just tell people who I am and what happened to me and how I did it. And now I'm sharing it with you and now you can get the audiobook. And because I want everyone to have this opportunity, I'm giving it to them at this, you know, really incredible price. So they can listen anywhere, anytime. Um, so I did all of that. 
But then, right, I needed, because Facebook, as you mentioned, is a beast, I needed someone to help me go behind into Ads Manager and to load up all of these ads. Um, and to give me, and to start giving me some tutorials. And as I was working with this woman who also came on board and was just in like an IT, you know, person who helped me out from time to time with coding. She also knew how to do the back end of Facebook and works with Facebook advertising. So I paid her when I would say, okay, I would give her, you know, every week, here's my ads, here's my creative. I created my own audiences. So I did all of that. I said, I want these ads, these people going to this. And, and the audiences, where do they come from? Um, I created all of those. Yes. So that, again, did, going did they start? Did they start from a warm out audience, like a lookalike audience or just no, from cold? No, they started from cold. So that was me again, knowing my avatar from working for that first year with people, um, you know, like deciding, okay, these are women predominantly that are, you know, 35 to 65, you know, all women right now. I'm just focusing in on the U S you know, I can expand for sure. Cause this is, you know, a, a course that can be sold anywhere. Um, done any time. So um, it was that. And then it was going into their interests. You know, what, who, who were these women? What were they interested in? What were they looking at? Where are they shopping? Where are they, you know, looking on fan pages, different websites. And, and I guess I just got lucky. You know, I, I picked, you know, I guess I knew who these people were. Um, and so then I was able to, when I finally had enough sales, you know, do lookalikes off of my buyers, you know, like, so, you know, and it takes time because right, the algorithms, you know, Facebook needs to learn these algorithms. Um, and I just, I did research too, you know, I was, when I was seeing an ad, it could be a completely different product, you know, and company out there. It might be like, I don't know, protein powder or hormone, you know, um, tea that I was like, you know, what? that's that my, my customer would buy that also, that product. So I would go to Facebook ads library and see what type of ads they were promoting, you know, and see what type of audiences they were targeting, you know, to get theirs. So, you know, I mean, nothing, I'm not a genius. I'm not original. Like I snooped around and did detective work to see what are other people doing? Not in my genre. Does, you know, again, I can't even find anyone who's doing sugar courses, you know? So, uh, you know, or see, you know, Weight Watchers, you know, what's Weight Watchers doing? What's Jenny Craig doing? You know, some of different, maybe in that kind of broader field, you know, like where are they going and what are they doing? What's their message? Um, to hear that. And then I totally tweaked it. I mean, my message is, isn't really like theirs, but maybe the audience was. Um, and so I've been doing that. The struggle with Facebook has been that, you know, again, as I said, bots, I feel like they're controlled and ruled by bots. So you're constantly dealing with ads being turned off. They're, they're accepted, then they're rejected. They're accepted and they're running and they're doing phenomenal and then they're turned off and there's no explanation, you know, saying like you go against standards, community standards, or that, you know, you're, they're most ridiculous things. And then you have to go in and you have to like, you know, get into a chat conversation with maybe another bot, maybe a real person to try and get someone to look at your ads and, and say like, I want to follow, you know, protocol, tell me what to do. So there was a lot, it's, it's very, what I learned in the time frame that I was having it hands-on is that's a whole other job in itself, which I just don't have the time to do. Even though I think I could really master it, 
it's you have it's like almost I keep saying it's like day trading, you know, and doing the stock market. You have to be so on it and watching the ads and seeing how they're going. Because an ad that could do great one day could bomb the next day and then pick up, you know, back up three days. It's it's constantly moving things around. And it's a it's a lot of lot of work. And you know, the big companies that are out there, clearly they're not doing it. They have companies. I did just hire um, now because I need to get that off of my plate if I'm going to grow and I really want to expand and grow even more um, that I need to hire someone to do it. So I have hired a small ad agency that just came on two weeks ago. We're trying to get into the rhythm of it to where hopefully we can scale this and then I can start expanding in other countries. So can I ask how much you are spending on Facebook ads like on a weekly basis? Well, I could, I don't know weekly, but I could say like at about monthly that I'm at about maybe like $12,000, $14,000 a month on Facebook advertising up until this point recently, like maybe two weeks ago. Um, and it's just slowly been growing. So that right there is based on what I, you know, and I haven't lost any money in, in Facebook advertising, you know, out of all of these days, I've maybe been negative at some days, like $8, some days, like $30, probably four days out of all of these months, have I actually lost money on that day and I didn't make anything. So my ads have been bringing in typically, you know, like a two, you know, a two row ads um, with a great CPA. Um, and so, you know, whatever I'm putting in, I'm getting back, um, which has been phenomenal. And that's that, you know, those numbers aren't unheard of, but they're, they're definitely in, you know, dreamy, you know, everybody's, you know, hoping for something like that. And you're very fortunate if you get something like that. And I think a lot has to do with, again, I know my audience, I have great creative, I have great copy. Um, but then there's something to, no matter how great that is, it takes babysitting. It takes every day being in there. And when you start seeing an ad going south, you've got to turn that ad off and then you've got to get another one running. It's just, it's a lot of work. And I'm hoping with bringing on an agency, they either take over that work or there's something I don't know, because I don't by any means claim to be a Facebook expert. I, I don't know it. And I don't know if anybody really knows it because they keep changing everything so much, you know, so that you're not on top of it, that they have a better understanding and game plan of how to grow this, whether to grow it wide or high and how to scale this more. So $14,000 a month, that's current, right? That's your current. Yeah, that's about, I mean, sometimes it's 12. I mean, but on average 12 to 14. Yeah. Um, so for, did you start like a right off the bat? Was this uh, that you decided to invest in this budget? Oh, no, 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 no. This is slow growth. So as, as it grows, you put more ads out or you increase the daily ad spend of that ad that you see that's working well. So what was, so, the, uh, what was the initial investment that you put in? Like $50, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, my first day of advertising, you know, I probably put four ads out, I'm trying to remember you know, expecting that I could maybe actually lose maybe like $200 that day, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it, and it didn't, you know, it's like, instead, I think I walked away with like a $30 profit, you know, mm -hmm. so I spent 200 and it brought in like maybe 230, you know, trying to remember these numbers. So I was like, okay, 
you know, like I didn't care. I just didn't want to lose any money. Like, right. you know, I'm, I mean, I maybe had like $800 in my bank account. So it's like, was very careful. And it just kept happening every day. And I was like, okay, this is working. And I just, I've, I, I watch it. I watch it every second of every day. Like you have to watch it. So, so you, you basically, you, you, you increased your budget from $50 uh, to $14,000 in yeah. like a four, three, three, four months because, but it's a, it's a, you were going step by step because you were, you were seeing positive result from it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would never advise anybody to jump in and <laughs> put that money in. I mean, you have to, to essentially I mean I was starting out to test ads, but I, quickly found I didn't need to test ads. Pretty much anything I put out there um, as far as creative and copy is, is getting feedback. What I'm really trying to test now is audiences and, and particularly Facebook has changed rules of audiences and how you create them and how you can do it. And I mean, such complicated stuff I don't even understand, um, which is, again, I feel like I'm like, I'm a blind person in, you know, like trying to do this and yet I'm still getting pretty lucky, you know, well, like I, I, you know, stuff. you, you keep saying you're lucky, but I, no. I'm looking at your ads. I'm looking at your ads in like Facebook ads library. Are these the, t are these the kind of ads that you were doing at the beginning also? Yes. Yes. So, so your copy and image hasn't changed much, right? It hasn't. It really hasn't. It's just a slight variation of, you know, maybe the beginning intro, you know, where I'll so, just have a different tagline to grab someone. Because though the they look really, really good. And uh, this is something obviously you initially invested a lot in your images, your copies. Right. Um, and this is something, guys, if you're listening on the Samwise mobile app, we will put these under the notes category, some of the um, screenshots of, uh, you know, ads uh, examples from Joyce and you will see that they are, they look fantastic. And there is, there is definitely quality made. It's not, uh, you may start it with a low budget, uh, but if you're going to do it, make the, you know, delivery make the delivery right from the get-go. Um, so you can, you, you will see some of these examples if you click on the paper clip icon on your player. So um, the other thing that I think people who sell information products like an audiobooks, they also struggle is uh, the pricing. Yeah. So can you talk about like how, how you find the, how you decide how much to sell? Uh, how to price your audiobook? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of that is just looking also at what the market, you know, like what other people are selling, you know, it doesn't have to be again in my genre. You know, you, I encourage people to look outside. I very rarely ever look in my genre. It's always outside, you know, at the, at the mass market and see what's going on. Um, and still the $14 audiobook is, is lower. I mean, audiobooks are being sold for like $29, you know, it's like they're $26. So it's a great, great price. Um, it started, I mean, my testing started when I started the, you know, selling the digital course books, the PDF, you know, back my first year, I started out with, okay, I'll, you know, always wanted to have regularly priced at so I could always move up if I needed to. And then, you know, sold it at $49 to test price point that, and that seemed to work good. 
Um, and then I was like, wow, this is working good. But you know, now I want to go back up now to the full price, the $79, the $89 did that was selling even more, you know, again, I don't think it was because the price it was, you know, then I had news, you know, episodes and then, you know, lots of people would call you not call in, you know, um, they would text in cause I had a textful where they could get a coupon code and get some emails sent and get on an email list so that I could start marketing that way if they didn't go right away to the website to purchase. Um, so I had all different venues of ways that they can get, get a hold of me and, and find me. Um, and I just was testing those different prices and really saw that there wasn't a huge difference um, between, you know, 49, 79, 89. So why not go for the higher price? When I started with the audio book back in May and I decided to do my first bit of advertising from looking at other products out on the market, again, nothing in my genre. I was like, you know what? I just want to get people in the door, you know, and have them try this. And if they have success with just the audiobook, fantastic. But if they need more, then they'll feel, you know, connected. They'll feel trusted with me. They'll know that I, I care because I'm offering this free community that people rave about and get support there. I'm in it every day, helping women and coaching them. Um, for $5 was at the time. So I tested just $5 for the audiobook, letting them know it's regularly $89. Um, but they can get it for $5 for a limited time. You know, I don't, didn't know when I was going to change that. Um, and then when I got shut down, as I told you, when my account got hacked for that month, that's when I was like, now's the perfect time. You know what? I'm selling these like hotcakes at $5. I'm really underselling it. Plus I'm doing so much work like in, in the, the group. I mean, I'm making no money at this point, you know, the hours that I'm working and what I'm investing in these women. Um, and I also have, I mean, such like accountability and, and so much fun in the group with them. I give away swag for free, you know, like somebody bought a $5, you know, audiobook, and now I'm selling them 65, sending them $65 worth of product, you know, like t-shirts and, and tank tops and coffee mugs. Cause you know, they did great in the group and I want to reward them and tell them how good they're doing and, and share, you know, their story with other women. Just, I just love these women. You know, they're amazing. They're, they're family now to me. So, um, so, so then I went from, at that point I tested saying, you know what, now's the time that I'm, you know, turning the ads back on with the account to change everything over, kept all of the images, but went back in and changed on the image. Cause also what's really, I think key to advertising, if anyone's listening is to put the price in the picture and put the price in the copy. So there was no secret what I was selling when someone clicks on a Facebook ad, they're seeing, they're getting a, an audio book for $14 now. Cause that was my new price point. And they're not then, you know, just bamboozled into going to my website and then they find out, oh, but I have to buy all this extra stuff or, oh, there's a monthly membership or, oh, you know, in fact, no, it's just the opposite. Now they get a free community, you know, absolutely free that sends them stuff. So um, that that's key. And I think part of the success also and a very important point is to not hide that. Um, and so I put the price in there, $14, and it did just as well. The numbers are just as good as the $5, so why go back? I could probably tell, I'm sure I could sell it for even more, but I- I think I, you could. <laughs> I think I could too. I just, I do love the fact again that so many women, you know, 
are getting it for what they're getting. I'm, I'm building a tribe of women that, you know, believe and don't feel like they just, they're, they're so excited and that just makes me so happy. And occasionally you'll get that email or that message saying, thank you, because this is all I could afford. And that just makes me so happy knowing that I could give them something. It wasn't this $800 course that, you know, they're going to buy that they could actually afford this and get something out of it. So, um, so if you, if you had to, uh, you know, advertise for your ebook uh, instead of an audiobook. Yeah. Do you think you will get uh, as good results? I've had that question. I think about that. Yeah. I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. It hasn't been tested. I've thought about testing it. I just don't have the woman power to test it. Like <laughs> enough of me to like let me work on that now and and put that out there. Um, and, and see how that goes, putting that on the front end, you know, first, because there are, I do get on my ads, a lot of people, not a lot, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are the handful of women who are like, so old school. They're like, I don't do audiobooks. You know, do you sell this in a digital form or, you know, a hardback, like, you know, just a book that I can read in my hand or I'm old school. I want it in my hand. And I'm like, yes, I do. You know, and then I can give them a link just directly just by that. They want to bypass the audiobook. Um, so certainly, and, and a lot of, you know, the more I'm dialing in getting my email series, you know, better, cause then that's a whole other beast being a business owner is creating, you know, then an automation and a back end in the sales process in your sales flow that if those women came in on, you know, just purchasing the $14 audiobook to offer them and let them know that there are course books which they, it is offered on the front end, you know, when they purchase the audiobook, they then have the option to pick up the course books. And a lot of them do, and a lot of them don't. I don't know the numbers. Um, I'm trying to remember, might be like 25%, but don't, don't hold me to that. Um, and so it's important to still offer that to them, you know, on once they're uh, in the tribe, once they're a customer and they're listening to the audiobook, like if they feel they need that extra support, and they want to actually see the words also and see the task because there's work involved in my course. This isn't just listen. So you can listen, but then, you know, you've got to write down and you've got a journal and you've got to do the tasks. So if you need that extra bit and you're more of a visual learner, then I offer the audiobooks. So it's perfecting now also those email series, you know, for people who still haven't purchased that to offer them that if that's what they need. As well as then, you know, live coaching, which I'm testing out right now and, and working, you know, different live courses, Zoom classes with women also that want to go even above and beyond. You know, I wanted it to be really simple. I wanted it to just be the PDF. Um, and that's where you need to listen to your customers, too. You know, I started off where my dream was I'm just going to create this PDF, put it out there in the world, sell millions, and I'll never have to deal with anybody. And then I realized, first of all, it isn't really what my heart wants because I love working and interacting with these women and helping them and supporting them and encouraging them on their journeys um, and giving them the tools and advice that has helped me. Um, but I also have, you have to listen to your customer and everyone has a different, just like, you know, in school and we all learned Natasha in school growing up that, you know, I flunked school. I was horrible as 
as a young child and in high school. I got D's and C's and was horrible. Then I go to college and I figure out my learning, you know, language and how, what works best for me that I'm visual, that I'm not someone who could sit there and listen to a lecture and process information in like that. So I'm actually not audible, <laughs> auditory. I need that visual and that kinesthetic and hands-on. You know, but there were tons of people who are, you know, auditory. They can listen to something and gain that information. And hearing my customers say, like, no, I want more than just the audiobook or the PDFs. You know, now I want live coaching, that they want to take it even a step further. So all of these incorporate all the different ways in which we all learn, which is important to have that available to my customer, which is what they were asking me. Um, and, and the biggest thing, the most important is though, is that what I love about the audiobook, it's like everybody needs and should have the audiobook is what I promote in this. Because even if you are like me, someone who learns best kinesthetically and visually having that, what I've learned, you know, since the boom of podcasts out there and audiobooks and everybody listening all the time I listen in the car, I'm listening when I'm putting my makeup on and getting dressed in the bathroom, something is going into my brain that that just reinforces the material. You know, so if, if, if students had, and you're trying to learn something, it's, it's almost best to have both, you know, have your strong point, but then also have that additional going on to where if you're not really full, fully focusing on a conscious level, conscious level, subconsciously, it's getting into your brain, what you're listening to. And that's part of what my course talks about too is, is, you know, cause we're working on reconditioning the mindset, right? The mindset of your eating. And so it's so, so important to have changed the mindset. You have to be listening to positive things. It's your language. It's what you are feeding your brain. You shouldn't be sitting there watching some trashy TV show and listening to a bunch of, you know, hardcore music that has negative language in it. Instead, be filling your mind, you know, with positive thoughts and positive people and positive stories and lessons to change that mindset and reinforce that. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think you, you, if you offer this as a bundle of different type of content, you know, audio and uh, ebook and uh, whatnot. Yes. Uh, I think you definitely want to reconsider your price point and. <laughs> You know, but you know, honestly, I, I feel like you you can raise the price on on the audiobook too because uh, because you 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 mentioned something. You said that your PDF was like selling for forty five. Um, currently, I mean, the, all the prices for all all of the products. So whether it's the audio the audiobook is regularly eighty nine. So yeah. that gives me the flexibility. If at some point I want to increase it, I can. The most it's ever been sold for right now, you know, on this front end, you know, offer on the advertising is $14. The course book, the main course book, which always had at the time the free guide, um, which is a bonus guide, um, filling your life back up with joy, what you do after you've kicked sugar, um, that goes for $29. And the course book itself, the actual original PDF, is also originally and is $89 price. The most I've sold it for is $79. I currently offer that in, like you said, a bundle package to where someone could buy the, the audiobook for $14. And then if they want to tack on, you know, at this time only, because if they go to my web website, they're going to pay $89. So get it now. They can get the course book plus the free guidebook 
for just $39. So they're getting the guidebook for free and they're getting the course book for $39. So for a total of $53, they can have all of that, all three products. But um, in your advertising, you are, you know, you're, you're leading with, with the audiobook. Correct. I don't, I don't, in the advertising, I'm not, I'm not overwhelming, you know, anybody coming in that, you know, because you don't have to. I have had success stories from people from back when I was selling the audiobook for $5 and that's all they ever bought and they're testimonials now. They did it. You know, they, and then I have women who are like, I'm struggling. I need more than the audiobook. Do you have this in a print form so I can see the tasks in front of me and I can highlight them and I can write notes. You know, they're just, that's how they want to learn best. So I offer that. So yes, so it's $53 for the whole thing. When you come in, it's just, you purchase the $14. After you've purchased the audiobook, it will then, you know, um, show another screen on the shopping cart saying, you know, if you want to add the course books now, you can at this price. Um, otherwise, later, you know, you can go buy them on my website anytime. They'll be available, but they're $89 and $29 on the website. So right. most people pick them up at that price. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Thank you so much, Joyce, for joining me today for and sharing your experience about this, uh, about how you created your audiobook. Uh, what I really love about this is that, uh, well, you had a design background and uh, your copy is great. <laughs> Those nice. things definitely help. But, uh, you know, this is something that you started from scratch and it hasn't been a very long time, but you've uh, seen a lot of success with it through a lot of uh, ingenuity and hard work. So congratulations. Thank you. And I can't thank you enough for creating SoundWise because without you, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I was struggling, you know, finding a platform that offered me all that your platform offers. And the customers, it's so simple. And it's key also you have to understand, as you know, with technology, it's not simple. It can be frustrating. And I'm not dealing with these youngsters. I mean, you know, my demographic and my market is women who, I mean, the real bulk of it is 50 to 65. And these women are figuring out how to download and, and you know, your, your app and, you know, plug into having the iKick Sugar course on their phone. And so that's a testament in itself to, you know, what your product is. Because, it, I mean, I, I run into, you know, frustrating, you know, things that are supposed to sound like it's going to be so easy to do. And that's what I'm promising my customers that this is so simple to get this onto your phone and you deliver that for me and you make that, I mean, I couldn't imagine if I was going somewhere else, what the logistical nightmare would be, you know, with people, or if I was doing the MP3 wave file download, you know, like I wouldn't be selling what I'm selling because people are like, I want a refund. I can't figure this out. I didn't know I had to put it on my computer and then somehow hook my phone up to my computer and then download that, you know? So that's been like amazing, amazing. And I thank you for creating this. And it's just been such an easy process as a business owner to use your platform, to have your software, to sell my audiobook. And it was a godsend. I don't know what I would have done if my husband didn't find you. <laughs> so thank you. Well, thanks for saying that. We try. Oh, you do, you do more than try. You do. <laughs>